This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Dawn was on a ghost hunt at a haunted LA Fitness where Brad was doing CrossFit all alone. <coughs> His squats opened a wormhole, and that's what led them here. Ah! The trap inside a magic studio. The adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Bradley and Dawn. A Mike Ganger production. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on my talk, 1071 Everything Entertainment. The Oscars still happening. Oh, you know, it's not just one day that's a ceremony. We get to talk about it and everything that happens after. Yes, yeah, yeah. Hollywood yeah. still talking about the Oscar leftovers, mm-hmm. or at least we're talking about Oscar leftovers. And, you know, as we should, because we love pop culture and entertainment. There's and so much that happens. We didn't get to everything. It's not the just the awards, but um, things well, what- like... The artist, Thames. Oh, yeah. Who was responsible for writing... The ethereal white gown yes. that obstructed the view of those behind her. Yes. Uh, it was It was, It was. was big. Um, I, I thought it should just be like a convertible. Like if it had some pipe cleaner in it, she could just <laughs> put it down, you know? Uh, but that's not what happened. Uh, she's 27 year old, years old and um, already won Grammys. Well... She has responded to the backlash over her big dress that blocked everyone's Don't oversell view. it, please. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because you so just what oversold she said, it. Yeah, I did. Okay. But so. it's not your fault. That's what the tabloids do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what they did when I, because I saw the same headline. It's like, Thames has finally responded. Oh, has she? Tell us what she said, please. Well, she captioned a series of Instagram photos of herself wearing <laughs> this uh, creation. And she put, uh-oh. That was her. She response. literally. That's all she said. And then it's she not goes, like she was like, "I have come, you know, before you today to respond to the conversation around my gout." Yeah, and we were maybe hoping that she'd say, "I didn't really think about it in advance that it would block other people's view." No, she said, "Uh oh," and then the other one, she put, "Oops." <laughs> yeah, like she knew what she was doing. Oh, girl's I, not I, dumb, I, 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 I. and it's fine. She, you know, uh, she has now gotten. Mm-hmm. A midday radio program in the Twin Cities oh metro to talk about her gown four days later. Well, I think since I was later, just in the podcast count. studio for, um, you know, News from the Krabby Coffee Shop, which mm. is a podcast I do with uh, Kenny Olson, yeah, Kenny the Traffic plugs. Kitty, and John Height, part of Garage Logic. I saw on Joe Souchere's computer that I use that he had searched for Thames. So not only us, mm. but Garage Logic. Yeah. <laughs> they were that means the story it. has broken through. It's broken through. 
if some crotchety old guys have talked hey, about Hey, what's what's this Thames business? <laughs> They're great. They have so many listeners. I don't want to piss them off. Um, but I just didn't like her response is fine. Like, we don't need her to apologize you know, it's like you said, she wore it and she's, you know, yeah, like, living her best life. I also, it, it's a fun distraction, though, in terms of the story itself. It gave us the opportunity to talk about, like, have you ever been seated in a, a theater and somebody, you know, has a big hat on? Obstructed your view. For sure. Like I said, yeah, I think it was yesterday or whatever, whatever day we talked about it, because I think we've been talking about it every day, frankly. Like Monday, yeah. Um, as a large person, when I'm sitting, mm-hmm. especially if it's small seats, I know I'm obstructing shorter people's view. And I used to feel self-conscious about it, but then it was like, well, I can't remove my shoulders. Yeah. So I apologize, but that's just the way it's going to be. Right. Now, so her response was fine. Uh, it wasn't a response. That's not a response. response. It's not a response. Well, it's just acknowledging. It's just like, that the media needs to be like, Thames is finally. No, God, she just, just was like. Oops. It was a really big deal for the person or people, yeah. the seven people behind her that couldn't see yeah. probably multiple it gave, aisles. Like, it gave people on the internet something to be uh, upset about. Now, here's where I have a problem mm. is that her fans are saying such ridiculous things Uh-oh. supporting her. Like, you don't need, if you love someone, you don't need to be nasty about other people. Yeah. So here's one that says, block their view. And oh, they like were they're cheering, encouraging her, like, like yeah, block, block them, block their view. <laughs> You're way up there, and and I'm happy you knew it. Another person wrote, then block them, love. They don't deserve to see the front. What? I'm like, <laughs> what they does that don't? Mean? The front you, of her do, or the front of no, the, the stage? No, the stage. They don't deserve to see. Oh, <laughs> like, okay. okay, like, do you know them? You yeah, don't I'm sure know Tense them. is like, honey, calm down. Yeah. It was a dress. But she was blocking people that were just, you know, it's fine to write, you look beautiful. She did look beautiful. Yeah, it was a stunning Um, gown. And also, she just, uh, you know, the camera just caught her immediately, like when it panned to her. You're like, yeah, it's like, it's just, yeah, it's like, and a lot of people learned about Thames. Yes, and we all know who she is. Yep. So, Um, kudos. Now, I know that's not the only Oscars cleanup story you have for us. This no, morning. I don't. I have Afternoon, more. Whatever day it is. Okay, know. so I was really interested in. Um, I love A twenty four movies. You have to tell people what that is. Okay, A twenty four is. Um, it's an indie film company. They, you know, they did Midsummer, Hereditary, um, Ex Mahina, The Whale. Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. I mean, they took all the actor category, like the best actor, supporting actress. It's all them. Yeah, like if you don't know movies or you haven't been paying attention, uh, you wouldn't necessarily know A24. But this year in particular, you will if you hadn't heretofore because they captured all the Oscars practically, or at least their projects captured yes. many of the Oscars. And uh, I will say my own in my own experience, I didn't really understand. You know, because you don't... Who who always pays attention to production companies? I I, I do because do, I'm such you're... a fan of them. Yeah, if yeah, I yeah. see it's A24, I am there on opening night. And I will say the only reason I knew about it this year was because my partner was had, saw all the movies. Literally, mm-hmm. 
saw every nominated film. Not Everyone. Best Picture, because people Everyone. always are like, I did too. And I'm like, no, literally all of them. Anyway, in the process, he was like, I didn't realize how many of these movies were A24 films. And I didn't know anything about A24. And I saw that Vanity Fair did a piece. Mm-hmm. Or Variety, excuse me, not Vanity Variety. Fair. Variety yep. did a piece. And, and you uh, you learned something about well, A24, right? I, yeah, I didn't really look into who the founders were and why I never thought about them. They don't want you to think about them. Uh, co-founders David Fankel and Daniel Katz, um, they do not get in the spotlight. They shun the spotlight. They've, uh, they've, don't do they almost no interviews or profiles they've been asked many many times they prefer to let the films speak for themselves it's an anomaly in hollywood executives are usually pushing people aside to get to the front and to claim credit for successes they are like don't talk to us just watch our films they don't do like they won't take pictures like <laughs> They kind of um, They're not don't doing even PR go. Like they don't, they don't show up. They're not at all of these dinners. They just don't. They just want the work to speak for themselves, and they want to get to work. And I thought, wow, that is really refreshing. Did you learn anything about them as a company in terms of like what separates them or what has helped them be so successful as an indie uh, studio? Well, um, they. I, I learned that they're they named their company after a highway between oh, Rome. Oh, that's interesting. And okay. Um they've been they've been growing just they don't spend a lot of money on their films, that's something. Um they actually were going to do a buyout in 2020, sell their company because, you know, it was the pandemic and they were struggling and um they valued themselves at 2.5 billion to 3 billion. Uh, they did get um an equity investment from a fundraising uh, group and um yeah they got their chief financial officer i found this interesting is jb lockhart uh the nba's cfo because they hired him to figure out how they could grow their company mm-hmm. organically that's pretty cool when you're looking at other people who are growing in other industries because it all applies it's all the same really yeah it'll be interesting to see i don't know how this business works but i had imagined that uh, bigger studios are like hey you want to come be a part of us let's just suck them up and own everything like i wonder if they'll get sucked up into a, a larger conglomerate or Ooh, i don't know i think they've been so successful and they make so much money i mean look uh, everything everywhere they made like a hundred million dollars on it which so. is a huge return on their investment because <laughs> big it's, time you know, the movie itself was um, yes. a small investment compared to like what the stream, the streaming companies and the major studios are putting out. Right. They also tend to cast. I mean, you know, you do have big names in their movies yeah. now, but they they are not afraid of casting. Um, well, now everybody's going to they want to be exactly. But they weren't afraid of casting um, unknown people. Yeah. And younger people. Florence Pugh did um, Midsummer. And I remember at the time, I'm like, oh, I wasn't super aware of her at the time, but then yeah. her career exploded. Pew! You know, it's just like, oh, okay. Um, mm-hmm. So those are some of the things they also recognized that definitely when they hired that CFO, that um, the people that they wanted to know who, because honestly, you're, you're competing with Netflix and streamers and they've just taken them down. Like, think about how much money Netflix yeah. invests in their in their projects. So they're doing it at a lot cheaper and they're still doing it in theaters. Yeah. So 
Absolutely. They they recognize that um, the younger audiences were willing to go to the theaters, you know, uh, during the pandemic or, or right after they were feeling more safe about going masked, of course. And so they were they were marketing to a younger crowd. Huge success that we didn't even see coming until all of the sudden everything everywhere all at once did they win. Meaning, again, they didn't just, uh, and you pointed this out earlier, they didn't just get the everything everywhere all at once success. They had other successes this year, too, because uh, what were the other movies? Uh, the Whale. The Whale, and there was another um, one I thought. Ooh, but anyway, yes. there were a lot this year that they were a part of, but they, they those major, I mean, all of the major Oscars... Right. True. And in the past, oh, uh, so also they did Slumdog Millionaire. I mean, they won eight. I mean, that's from 2008. So they're just, I I love them. And I know it's going to be weird. Like there was a movie called Men that we saw this year. And it is super weird, but I loved it. They do great horror movies. Um, Mm. X is one of them. Um, Lamb. That was super weird, too. Yeah. But now people will. That's about lamb is about um, it's such a beautiful landscape, but it's about um, this couple who um, they think a lamb is their baby. Oh, and it's like they treat it like a human kind of creepy, but it also acts like a human okay. for a certain reason. And you find out in the end, it's really weird and cool. I'm creeped out. But oh. that alarm means one very important thing. <laughs> we have Holly Roberts Holly. is just around the corner. With the Dirt Alert right here on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Oh, it is former game show contestant Holly Roberts here with all the news. Hello, Holly. I'll take news for 500, Bob. Um, have you ever told Mike, by the way, sorry to dis- derail you for a second, about your game show? Because he's super into game shows. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, Mike. Mike, I've been on a few of them. Oh, very cool. Yes. What have you been on? Uh, who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Okay. Yep. Big money, big money. And then I was on something called Bingo America that probably nobody watched. Very cool. Oh, my God. So cool. That was filmed out in Van Nuys, I think, the same week that somebody went naked on a porn set with a a machete. So basically a Tuesday. Yes. Overshadowed. Wow. Yeah, I know. Fun fact. Awesome. What else is breaking in Hollywood? Let's talk about uh, a couple of projects that are happening over on Netflix. Guillermo del Toro just won an Oscar for Pinocchio over on the streaming service, and he is eyeing Andrew Garfield, Oscar Isaac, and Mia Goth for a new Frankenstein movie over at Netflix. Ooh, oh, I'm my. here. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. My For gosh. a Frankenstein movie. Ooh, and Mia Goth. Okay, so she's... Her choice of men are it's kind of questionable, but Ooh, she's super Shia interesting. <laughs> yeah, she dates Shia LaBeouf and has, oh, not just dates him, but I think they had a child together. So mm-hmm. anyway, but I really love her. I, I She was in X and uh, many other things. And you love her. But th- it, it, I really th- like her style. Yes. Uh, now, they're in talks to star in this movie. And um, excuse me, Guillermo del Toro will write it and direct this movie. So you know it's going to be creepy. It's going to be a creepy, creepy-ass creepy movie. But I'm here for Frankenstein because uh, it's just such a fun, pregnant story. Meaning God, so there's a lot of material they can go with. So is Oscar Isaac the the creature? And then Andrew Garfield is Dr. Frankenstein? We don't know. Could be either or. Yeah, I don't okay. know. Yeah. All right. I don't know, but uh, we'll maybe be curious. Maybe Mia Goth is the creature. Well, you know what? Plot twist. Hollywood likes to do that. Mm -hmm. The Bride of Frankenstein! (laughs) They do the gender swap. Yeah, they do. That's true. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Maybe to be like a lesbian bride of Frankenstein. Oh. (laughs) So like, you know, Frankenstein's a lady. Yeah. Yes. I love that. Brad, I'm going to ask you to go to Hollywood USA (laughs) and uh, take a meeting with executives and pitch them. They will (laughs) open their doors for me in (laughs) no time. Meaning Brad's going to be standing on the corner of Hollywood Boulevard and Gower Street. One of them spinny signs. (laughs) Yes. Uh, uh, Buy my movie. Drew Barrymore is set to host the 2023 MTV Movie and TV Awards in Los Angeles. Your favorite, Dawn. I love her, but as a talk show host, I feel like it's not the best, but (laughs) I'm just going to be kind and say that, but I haven't watched it in a while, so maybe she's gotten better. Is it because she crawls on the floor? (laughs) And, um, you know, you know why she's so successful? Because she plays like she, she just does the thing. She has no shame in her game and there's something. I'm Drew Barrymore and I do a talk show. God. All right, all right. Put, putting her name in the notes today. We'll see if she gets a response. <laughs> True. Oh, well, I, I'm interested, I guess. Well, uh, the MTV Movie and TV Awards, that happens, you know, it's happening May 7th this year. Yeah. This is where they hand out those golden popcorn statues. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and honestly, if you're just reading from a script, it's going to be okay. What do you mean? I mean, like, oh my God, you're like going all in. She can't stop rant. herself. Trying to be <laughs> nice. Like, are you though? I don't. The <laughs> nice thing trying. to do would just just be move along. No. I have move some along. notes for you, Drew. Would you like to hear them? You could send her. You know, I'll take a meeting. Give them my Frankenstein ideas. You go over to Drew Barrymore's office. You coach her. Yeah. I'm doing a talk show. I'm sure she'll take your meeting. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Exactly. Because I know what I'm doing. I mean, <laughs> you're you're doing it right now. Hey, that's true. True. We're all so, doing it right now. Holly, what else? Well, I've got Quentin Tarantino's final film. Allegedly, supposedly. Do you? How, what do you think about that, Holly? Do you really think this will be his last film? Yeah, I actually do. So Quentin Tarantino. Why do you think that? Uh, I just think he's kind of done uh, with telling his stories. I've read the. I finished his book that came out mm, oh. this last fall. It was I think it was called Cinema Speculation. Mm. Um, 
And I just think he's kind of winding down. Yeah, Sin of Speculation is the book that Quentin Tarantino released this fall. It's fabulous, and it's about his history with the movies, uh, specifically a lot of the movies that he watched in the growing up. Mm. And so he goes into the history. I just feel like he's kind of said what he's wanted to say. Mm. And this movie allegedly going along the lines of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, his last movie, this movie is allegedly called The Movie Critic. And this is going to be about someone who was a movie critic back in the 1970s Mm. in L.A. Based on allegedly, supposedly Pauline Kael. She was a big film critic. Yeah, for the New York Times. And apparently in the late 70s, she took on a job at Paramount Pictures that didn't really go that well. I feel like I know this story. It makes me want to dig even further. So when, when is this happening? Do we know? Well, all we know right now is that Quentin Tarantino is working on this project. He has a script and he plans on directing it this fall. But there's a lot of secrecy around this. So details are sparse at best. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. you know, some big names will be in it. Oh and my there'll gosh. probably be some gore. Oh, I'll see it. I just, that's my one thing with him. I just don't like the surprise gore. Well, hopefully it will be minimal. You know, once That'd upon nice. a time in Hollywood, the surprise gore was pretty minimal. Yeah. And I think he's just kind of moving away from that in his storytelling. Maybe it'll be more feet forward. Doesn't he like feet? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. He, he had remember the whole thing? Foot fetish? Oh, yes, yeah, remember could... the whole thing? No, he what? has a huge foot fetish. God. That's his thing. Like, who was it? Uh, Uma? Was it Uma Thurman that talked about like the yeah. feet in the car? Well, in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Margaret Qualley, her character puts her feet up against oh, the car window. That's what I'm thinking of, Margaret Qualley. Yeah, and you see the soles of her feet. I mean, this is an this is an SAT question. I know we're coming into a <laughs> test prep season, but here's your Bradley and Dawn SAT question. Could you solve the following? Nicholas Cage is to fish. <laughs> As Quentin Tarantino is to... Feet! Yay! You Ooh. go to college, Brad! <laughs> the College of I Pop Culture Knowledge. I just know that feet is next to genitals inside the brain, and their wires get crossed. Well, that's why they have a fetish. That says a lot. You can't do anything about it. Maybe we'll see it in the next film by Quentin Tarantino, yeah. which likely is his last. Holly, thank you so much for all your juicy bits from Hollywood. Yay! And you can see Holly and her juicy bits from Hollywood and beyond on the morning show every Monday through Friday. And when we come back, Mike's got juicy bits with the names left out. We call them blind, blind items. items. Thanks, Holly. Hey, my talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Hero. Hero Home Services. I am always excited to tell you about Hero, and here's why. Because they're the true professionals. They've been helping homes for well over a 100 years. And now is the perfect time to get any of your pesky electrical problems around the house taken care of. And their expert electricians at Hero are ready to help. So maybe, maybe it's time for a new ceiling fan. Or you've run an extension cord down the hall because uh, maybe the plugs in one room don't work anymore. Maybe there's a breaker that keeps tripping. And for a limited time, you can get $69 off your electrical project or repair. That's $69 off just for you. So if you've got electrical issues around the house, call them today. Call Hero.com. Let's get the issues taken care of. You won't have to think about it. Plus, scheduling service is super quick and convenient with the folks at Hero. Don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. What's up, dog? The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Uh, and Tiger Woods, he's had some bad publicity lately. 
involving his ex-girlfriend now uh, trying to sue him and the company over... Yeah. Over some stuff that she claims. Yeah, no. So the last we heard from this particular story was that Erica Herman had filed uh, a claim in court saying that she should be freed from her non-disclosure agreement. Well, there were two suits, actually. The first had to do with her ability to stay in the home that she apparently had thought she had permission to stay in that he owned Mm. this like multi-million dollar home. But then the other part of this was which was connected to the first case was this idea that she had signed a non-disclosure agreement and she's like, I need to be let out of this non-disclosure agreement and I'm going to do so because there is a law that says if, um, if I have allegations or if there are allegations about sexual harassment or assault that I can be freed from that uh, non-disclosure agreement. So that was the argument that they were making in court. So that's where we were. But we didn't know what Tiger Woods had to say about it. So now we have his actual response, which came out yesterday. We just haven't had a chance to talk about it because, oh, my God, there's so much going on with the Oscars, et cetera. So that where we get then today or the breaking news from yesterday that we haven't had a chance uh, is that in legal documents in response on Monday morning, Tiger Woods essentially says in response to her nondisclosure agreement, and that she should be uh, that it should be unenforceable that she was basically not a victim of sexual abuse she's simply quote and i'm quoting a jilted ex-girlfriend in fact wood says through his attorneys that in this 30 million dollar lawsuit that she filed that one where um allegedly he booted her out of that house remember that super super fancy house she was living in mm-hmm and broke an oral tenancy agreement they had that she checked a box, the box being no, when asked, does this case involve allegations of sexual abuse? So he's saying, not only is she a jilted ex-girlfriend, but here's further proof that she was not a victim of sexual assault or abuse because in her own filing of the case, the other connected case about the oral tenancy agreement, she says she was not a victim of sexual. So, like, you can't get let out for that reason because you just said over here that that's not the reason. Again, this is Tiger Woods through his attorney's mm. uh, position. Yes. And, you know, I would also like to say, did did she, like, she hasn't said, she just said um, sexual harassment and sexual abuse. But we don't know if it's somebody else within the home. We don't know if it's Tiger Woods. Or we don't know what the allegations are, right? right They're right. just it could be somebody else. Or uh, yeah, I guess I don't know enough to say yes or no. Because she can't say because there is a non-disclosure agreement. But she is saying, "Let me out of this." They're essentially making the case that she wants to be let out of this non-disclosure agreement because she wants, like, in doing that. That is a way to make this case public, right? right? Because obviously we're all going to jump on Mm. that story. Yes. And even just alleging it is. Exactly. Exactly. And I think the argument that Tiger Woods people are making is she's just doing this so that this case is public, which then in turn creates a public spectacle that I guess. And again, we only have TMZ to go on. So I'm just Mm -hmm. I'm I'm free. I almost said, 
<laughs> I'm free enterprising this experience mm-hmm. that perhaps in bringing some negative attention towards him, him and his lawyers may be encouraged to settle with her and give her what she wants to make this go away. That would be, I think, the the cursory reading of uh what his people are trying to say through uh, legal filings. Right. And this is all this story that we're reading uh, today. uh, You know, it's all from the perspective of Tiger Woods and what he is saying in response. It's in response to, yeah, the two court cases that she, well, the two actions that she brought to court. Um, So again, we now have his response. At first we didn't have his response. We simply had her saying he promised that I could live here at the end of our relationship and now uh, remember, for the audience who has for, since forgotten the story, if they didn't yeah. hear it in the first place, he, they pulled a fast one on her. Ooh. So they were like, oh, girl, you look tired. <laughs> you need to relax. Why don't you go on a trip? Now, I'm I'm freeforming here. This is not verbatim. But right. They they convinced her to go on a trip. His people, Tiger Woods people, convinced without her to go him, on a like trip. A vacation without alone. him. Right. Tiger's busy. Get away. Enjoy yourself. Take some time. And then when she gets to the airport, they're like, hey, girl, by the way, we've changed the locks. You can't come back. Here's your stuff. And a hotel room to let you think about um, next steps. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So that's what she claims. That was the first we heard about this. Mm -hmm. And then in the second filing, she's like, I'd like to tell you more. I can't, though, because of this NDA. But because of this law over here that says you can get rid of an NDA when there's sexual abuse or harassment allegations, just saying that in in public then makes everyone go, wait a minute, and then you, as we did. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you can't help but look into his past relationships well, sure. and other allegations mm-hmm. he's had. And so all of this, you know, when you're looking at it from... Uh, you know, removing your feelings from it objectively, it isn't a fair fight because putting this out, like you said, we're automatically going to leap to the fact that, you know, he's a repeat offender when it comes to these these things. And, um, you know, I would be pretty ticked off as well. If it's not true. If it's not true. What we don't know is what it is yeah, that she's actually alleging. Right. And if it's actually true. So there's still a lot of questions around, but at the end of the day, this is just a bunch of dirty laundry that's mm-hmm. being aired in public and it's clear that the, you know, I do think it's a little uh, tropey, what's the word I want to use to like say, oh, she's not, you know, to address her as a jilted ex. Mm, yeah. Yeah, it is it is it's not the best look. No, that we need to be calling women yeah. jilted exes because they're trying to, you know, deal with their issues in a court? Well, that's the problem here is that he is speaking his mind and not going through his attorneys first. You know, that's Well, this never is his good. attorneys making that case that she's a jilted ex. Oh, okay. So, well, there you go. More on that story will be revealed, I'm sure. However, when we return, hippie crack! What is hippie crack? Dawn's going to uh. tell us. Apparently... Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Yes. Okay. Well, now we have to get to all the celebrity gossip with the juicy bits and names left <laughs> just, out. I, I started saying juicy bits <laughs> and, and now then I can't just, get out of the juicy wanna, bits. You just want to keep saying it, don't yeah. you? Yep. Juicy bits. Do you like those gushers? Yeah. Those candies? Yeah, I do. Anyway, Mike has blind <laughs> items.
If you win today, you're going to get some juicy gushers. Do you like key lime pie, Mike? My favorite is strawberry rhubarb. Not a huge fan. Okay, All right. Uh, there's a very good reason. And again, I should say, we're sticking with the Oscars theme for at least today. Maybe maybe even tomorrow. We'll see. Okay. But we're still sticking with the Oscars today. Uh, there's a very good reason why this A-plus list singer is kicking her tour off this weekend rather than last weekend. She uh, would have bet money that the two when the tour was announced that she was going to be pretty busy this past weekend turns out she wasn't and she also had an unused invite to a magazine's party a couple nights ago okay so she was going to be busy cuz she was going to be busy winning an oscar and she wasn't even there and she didn't even go and we talked about her yesterday no i don't yes we did yes we did no no not gaga uh. but we couldn't get it yesterday and that's why i'm having the oh. issue of recall no you, didn't we talk you, about it as a blind item I don't recall. No, you're thinking of Halsey. No, that was not it. It's not Halsey. Okay. There's so many people with tours. Okay. A plus list singers kicking off a tour this coming weekend instead of this past weekend. Pink. No. Uh, No. Um, I'm sorry. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Ah, it's not Beyonce. Nope. Noah Cyrus. She, she, oh my goodness. A plus list singer. She uh she had a song that she thought would be in the running. Oh, okay. Well let's let's think about songs. Oh, oh. Taylor Swifties. There you go. A plus oh. list. Mm-hmm. Her tour Ooh. kicks off on Friday in I believe Glendale, Arizona. So she um was invited to yeah, an what Oscar, was the song? like a variety party. From where the crawdads grow. That's it right. is uh, saying, sorry. Um where the <laughs> in the water. Bob, <laughs> you just come out of the ground is what I heard. Where the and the song. Yeah, I don't remember. But So the, she was bitter and didn't go to the Oscar after party. It sounds like she was invited and yeah. that, uh, like she could have gone to at least an after party. She couldn't go to she's the like, Oscars because she wasn't nominated. And she's Correct. like, Well, since I wasn't nominated, I'm not going to anything. Exactly. She could have started her tour, though, but she was anticipating being... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Carolina, gotcha. the song, by the way. Carolina. And she, uh, yeah, thought she'd be busy that weekend, but she well, was not. And you know, she's a young, very talented lady. And I guess she's probably pretty busy before a massive and tour kicks This off. won't be her last chance no. at the Oscars, yeah, I'm it, sure. Oh, right, right. Ready for another one? Yeah. Yes. That was supposed to be the easy palate cleanser. This is supposed Stop to be the it, difficult Mike. one. Here we go. It was a reunion of sorts in the lobby of the show when these three actresses, one of who was nominated, got together to discuss how and when they had all hooked up with this former superhero that two of the three actresses recently worked on projects with. Oh, I had Nicole Kidman um, and that whole Jessica Chastain and Emily Blunt in my mind. So I can't get, oh, geez. You said three names. They I were did. all wrong. I know, but that was one a more. trio of people. And that's what I was thinking. But now I realize, because The Rock isn't, well, he is Black Adam. That's a superhero. That's a good guess, but See? clearly not right. A reunion of Dawn sorts. Just, you just need to acknowledge that Dawn did a good guess, Mike. Yeah, and then she'll, and then she'll stop, and we can move on. <laughs> it was, that's so true. In the lobby, there was a reunion of sorts. Three actresses got together, one of whom was nominated. They got together to discuss how and when they had all hooked up with this former superhero that two of the three actresses recently worked on projects okay, with. Okay, we, have we talked about this? Has he named this person as a former superhero before because I feel like we yes. had a, a blind item about this person he, recently. He always refers to this person since late last year as former superhero. And it's not Henry Cavill. No. 
Although, man, you uh, know there are three actresses in Hollywood who'd like to get up in that business. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of them. Let's just say from Same. the from the uh, research I did after I read this question, there's about 35 people that could have been having Whoa. this conversation oh, in the lobby. Um, he he basically, if you do a film with this individual, you're going to do a little more than that. Ooh, and I don't okay. blame them. Ooh, is that part of the contract? He doesn't I get blame some money? them. Oh, it's not okay. I know we've said this person's name before. Oh, Think yeah. of former. Hot superheroes. Former. Nope, not a Chris. Right? Who said that? <gasps> oh, uh, uh, Chris, Chris Pratt. Uh, and hold on. Chris Hemsworth. Oh, the other one's Evans. Chris Evans. I was going to say that first. All right. So now okay, we, we've got Don. Look, once, <laughs> yes. Oh, I just. Twice, no. Three times a lady. Okay, fill in the blanks, please. No, no, you still got three more blanks to fill in. Oh, the actresses. He filled in the blanks. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, she is fired today. Hey, now. Okay, this was Evans. Okay, you have his ex-girlfriend. One was nominated. Well, I think they're all his ex-girlfriends. That's okay. why they're having the conversation. One was nominated but did not win. Correct. Not Angela. That's Bass, the so. one she he's worked with most recently. Oh, who has Chris Evans worked with? Chris dated that Evans. super funny, cute girl. Think about who was nominated. Was she nominated? Stick on that. Stick on that line of thought. But yes, also think of who was she nominated? Or excuse me, was she nominated for a best actress or best supporting actress? Best actress. Oh, Kate Blanchett. No. Uh, Anna to Armas. Yes. Oh, oh. That's, a, that's a great, that's a guess. Yep. Yeah. And those two got that new movie coming out. But uh, go back to your thought, Don, because you're right on the right page. Mm-mm. That Where really was funny. She? she was on. Um, she was on the Kroll show. She was also in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. That's why she was there. Stephanie Shu. Nope. No. Jamie Lee Curtis. She was also on the award-winning Marshall in the show, shell with uh, shoes on. Yes. Oh gosh, what is her name? I absolutely love her. She's hysterical. Mm-hmm. She was in Everything Everywhere. She kind of is like a Sarah Silverman, like really super witty and funny. You're saying all the right things. Wow, my brain's I, not, I'm not gonna anywhere be able near to yours it. today. I just can you give us. Rhymes uh, she's with. a stand-up comedian, yes. a writer, actress. Can you do a rhyme She with? was in, um, she rhymes with great. Kate? Oh. Her last name. Tigger. No. No, rhymes that's with great. Great. Oh, that's, I, to me, that's Frosted Flakes. No, yeah, but that's rhymes not with the word great. <laughs> that's not Tigger. You're right. That's <laughs> Frosted Flakes. Tiger. Uh... Her name's Jenny Slate. Okay, let's move Jenny on to the other Slate. one. God, Her name's you. Jenny Slate, and there's Jenny one more we got to get to here. Okay. She was also a uh, superhero in the same universe as this guy at the same time. Oh, they were superheroes about... together. Oh, oh. Mm. She was a presenter. She was a presenter. She was a superhero. Come on, Dawn. She's blonde. Yep. She is. She's got some uh, sisters who are pretty famous too. Sisters, famous sisters. Like they used to be way higher than her I on the list, and now so I'd say she today. jumps over the top of them. Them, uh, them, those twins. Was she Miss Marvel? Twins. She's got sister twins, twins. Basil. Twins. <laughs> yeah. Sister twins. Really? I don't know. Most. Oh, Mary. Fa- uh, uh, Ashley Olsen. What's her no, name? No, no, no. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen. Hey! There we go! Oh, God! Uh, filling God, in the blanks, Anna de Armas, so Jenny Slate. Oh, 
Anna DeArmas, Jenny Slate, Elizabeth Olsen. We're all hanging out in the lobby, chatting about the relationships with Chris Evans. But as I said, if you look at the laundry list of people Chris Evans has been with, it's, uh, yeah, there's a lot. Well, Jenny Slate had a legitimate relationship with him for a long time. So I'd be like, back off, bitches. Woo. Okay. Okay, well, now we know how you feel. But I do want to also just call out Andrew and Panda for getting all of those answers correct long before we ever did. You ready yeah, for a quick one? Yeah, they had the luxury of not being live on the air. Okay, we don't... So remember the conversation we had in the last break where we don't need to put other people down <laughs> to lift ourselves up? <sighs> Let's not put the listeners down no, to I'm lift not doing ourselves that. up. They can take it. Oh, my God. They can. Okay. All right. Let's do one more. Let's do one more. By the item. This actress slash director was looking particularly thirsty the other night, and she wanted to be quenched by the actor who likes to strip. Ooh. Channing Tatum likes to strip. And, yes, he does. Um, thirsty. Cocaine bear. No. Elizabeth uh, Banks. Not Elizabeth Is that what you were thinking? Yeah. What was the signifier with the actress again? Actress and director. Oh, mm. actress Bryce and director. Dallas Howard. Well, just say if we would examine this relationship, it would make sense because we've examined basically every relationship she's had, or at least the last couple high-profile relationships. Oh, oh, it's so obvious. Yeah, it is. Olivia Wilde. There she you wants go. to get some of that Channing Tatum thong song. She, yeah. What? I don't know. She's dirty. Wow. <laughs> She's not doing well. What do you mean? She's dirty. She's not doing well. Please. She's when I say dirty, I don't mean sexually dirty. What do you mean? I mean that she has not been honest with people mm. and then told stupid mm. interviews and then been caught in lies. Well, yeah, we remember last year, certainly. And then Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. Like the, the, the comments lies. would definitely agree with you. There's a lot of people. Let's some stuff her way. Let's uh, fill in that blank. Though. Yeah, simply uh, Olivia Wilde was uh, apparently at the after parties and maybe even during the show trying to uh, do her best to uh, get the attention of one Channing Tatum. Mm. Wonder what Catwoman had to say about that. Yeah, I was going to say there's a lot of women and well, and men, frankly, who are probably in line. So good luck to you, ma'am. Oh man. Now, what about him? Who is he dating? Do you That's know? That's why I said that. Zoe Kravitz. Oh, Zoe Kravitz. Oh, Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, they've... Okay. Well, so the, so the interesting thing is that's been a publicationship for a hot minute because they are both in this movie that she is uh, helming called P-Word Island. But we've yet to see when this P-Word Island is going to come out. Mm. I can't say the P-Word. Okay. You know, like, for example... It's a bad P word. Well, not, it's not, not a, a bad P word. It's just a, a P word we're not going to. Like a pussycat minus yeah. the cat. Right. Island. Okay. Yeah. I just didn't know if it was the other P. What's the other? Penis the Island? Of- <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yes, not, thank you for saying I'm over it. here on my own Penis Island without Channing Tatum. <laughs> we know that's the sequel. That's, yeah, that's a sequel. <laughs> That's a sequel. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, those oh. were really good. Sorry. I... Also, we have a segment called Peanut 115 next Friday. <laughs> that's so right. <laughs> that's when we'll be talking about that. I did see a study that said something about, I think something like 25% of men are growers and 26% are showers and the rest are in between. So. <laughs> I bet they are. <laughs> hey, Hey, when we come back. Oh, awkward transition. <laughs> what are we talking about? Tiger next Woods. Oh, man. <sighs> He's saying that Erica Herman is not a victim of sexual assault or okay. harassment. 
right. that she is a jilted ex. And we'll tell you why when we return right here on My Talk 1071.